0: to another Talk Hockey radio special. Today I'm having a chat with two amazing athletes from a Welsh women's squad. As you may have seen, the squad are currently fundraising ahead of a series of campaigns in the next season or two. First, welcome to a woman who has played for Wales since 2007. She's played for Buckingham, Belper, Beeston and had a spell in Holland for Skyrider. I first came to know her as a hilarious wind-up merchant via Instagram and when she's not terrifying teammates with jump scares, she's giving defenders nightmares as she plays up front for Wales. Welcome to Sophie Robinson. Hiya. And secondly, we have a woman who has over 50 caps for Wales. She's represented Great Britain under 23s, played for some of the most famous clubs in English hockey, as well as a spell in France, and launched some amazing accessible home fitness workouts featuring iconic shorts and shell suits. Welcome to the Mrs. Motivator of Welsh hockey, Julie Whiting.
1: Hiya, oh, yeah, I love that. <laughs> Wasn't expecting that one to come out. <laughs> I think I think that's gonna stick in the squad now with the Miss Motivator. Definitely. Really? <laughs> yeah.
0: You do, you do wear some pretty flare clothing, like the shorts with that like pink massive shell suit top thing that you have is is something oh, yeah. special.
1: It'd be rude not to. I looked at it and thought I can't not.
0: Yeah, no, it's very <laughs> that's iconic. Pr-
1: that's proper eighties as well. And I don't you were born in the eighties, No, I definitely was not. No, <clears throat> no, early nineties. I say early. <laughs> <laughs> I still feel old now. <laughs> uh
0: so um obviously i mean it, we're we're doing this via uh the wonders of google meet um but uh so we're all in lockdown at a minute how are you guys coped with uh the current situation
1: um it, it's been all right i mean t- at the start of the first lockdown i a flat but um you know i'm in a house now so i've got a garden which i can actually do stuff in but um it's been all right it's just been weird i think for me i'm quite a social person so not being able to like see families and friends and also with them not being able to actually play the sport that we all love at the moment, you know, it's uh, a bit tricky that way. So just kind of try to keep myself busy in other ways, really. And endless, yeah, I, endless Zoom quizzes, which I'm still yeah. awful at. But you know, you've got to try, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I've I I felt the same, but unfortunately for me, hockey-wise, I wasn't in a very good place um, before lockdown. Um, and I think it was good for me to have that break away. To and it was it was quite difficult to understand whether I'd missed playing or not because no one was playing. But as soon as things did get back up and running and people were playing, um, playing games or even just training, I I, I was like, yeah, I, I do miss it. I just needed to get myself back in that frame of mind of enjoying the hockey rather than making it as not a chore but just something that I've I've got to do and um, just look forward to playing it again which thankfully I am but yeah a bit like Jules I'm social and this like my anxiety levels have gone out the roof like I just feel so uncomfortable sometimes now with everything I'm like get away from me like what are you doing and, but no yeah it's, it's, it's getting positive now I hope and
0: um, I, mean, I I probably should take a moment to say thank you to julie because the content that you've produced is is really accessible so for the home workout stuff there's no specialist kit um you've used sofas you use tables to do exercise you've got the odd cameo from jake who's your justin bieber look-alike fiance um <laughs> as i said the, the wardrobe is winner, spectacular
1: winner.
0: <laughs> um and for me it's been amazing to sort of see just how easy it can be to work out from home um so uh, that seems to me is probably how you, one of the coping mechanisms you've had have you guys had any sort of lockdown secrets which have uh, enabled you to keep going through this never-ending <laughs> spree of mine, of
1: mine has actually been julie as well like i'll be sitting at home and i will have, it would get to like the evening and i'm like damn i haven't done anything And I'll go on Instagram as you do. And there's Julie doing like her little dancing and then doing a workout. And I'm literally like, God, I need to get out. I need to get out and dance and do my workout. And so part of it is is actually, yeah, for me, it's Jules. But also my my, um, girlfriend, Rosie, she always goes running with the dog in some mornings. And those mornings where I'm just like, I really can't be bothered. She's so motivating. And I just go out with them, even if they go for, off for a run and then I do some shuttles or just stay behind and try and catch up with them because <laughs> she has got a dog <laughs> pulling her. Which, you know, different not having a dog pulling you along. She's cheating. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I definitely agree with, with uh, Jules. So, yeah, it has been amazing. i oh, see that. Guys. I mean... I was I was kind of doing it just because I don't even know why I was doing it. I've always watched like a lot of YouTube anyway, but I just thought, well, you know, with people being stuck, this is something that I know something about just through experience. So, you know, why not put it out there? Not to get attention or anything like that, just to see if it'll help people, which has been the main goal. So it's actually really nice to hear, like especially you guys saying that it has, you know, been that way. And uh, yeah, like we don't have much equipment at all. But I mean, if I came on with, you know, a whole full gym, it's not going to be as appropriate for everyone because not everyone's going to have that especially if people are like starting out or something so you know simple things like a skipping rope or some exercise bands or you know just a rucksack with stuff in uh just don't hit yourself in the face with an exercise band <laughs> as i know they did the other week but you know <laughs> But yeah, I think I think that's that's the kind of motivator that I had was right, let's just focus on um just doing fitness and getting out there. Cause I was uh let go for COVID, unfortunately. So I literally, you know, I was stressing about, oh geez, like I need to find a job, you know, this, that, and the other. Um, but I mean, it, it might sound a bit cheesy, but honestly, like Jake did help me through a lot of that as well. And he'd be like, right, come on, eleven AM, we're gonna go out, we're gonna do a running session. So I can't take all of the credit because, you know, <laughs> he's definitely more the runner and I'm definitely more the gym person. But he's uh, he got me into that, which kind of just helped get me through it, really, and just helped. I find sport helps me mentally anyway with the gym and stuff. So, yeah, I think we as well we made it don't don't this far. Have... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think if you don't have that, you know, support system at home, if you are living on your own during mm. COVID and stuff like that, you know, seeing v- videos like what Julie's put on kind of hopefully motivates people more. But I, like, like like Jules said, if it, if it weren't for Rosie, I don't think, well, and Jules, I've seen my videos and put me to shame. Oh, um, I, I honestly <laughs> probably would see myself just sitting down and going, oh, I don't want to do it. I can't be bothered to do it. I'm too tired, mm-hmm. making excuses, but actually seeing that and having the, that support system around you just encourages you to do it more
0: and you you've managed from what i've seen on on social media it looks like the squad have sort of managed to stay in touch by video and there's been the odd occasion you've actually managed to physically get together as a group as well um what was it like had you done much of a video calling in the past as a squad or was this a very new thing for you guys
1: not really. No, it's I not mean very new, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, in, in the first, was it the first lockdown or the second one? I mean, <laughs> it was in one of them anyway and we started doing, um, it was like virtual workouts with each other so we'd all like call in and we'd do a circuit together and I really enjoyed that just because it was another form of like human interaction, you know, even though it wasn't physical but I think that really helped quite a few of us as well And chatting. And then you'd have a little chat at the end, like, how are you doing? Well, I'm dying after that. But, you know, we are where we are. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I don't think we haven't done much in the past. No, I think, and although it's been hard not being able to get on the pitch, see each other and play properly, I think it's been quite good to actually you know, sit back and do video calls and start looking at games. And because sometimes you just don't get that time with obviously uh, we're not full time athletes, And when you're in a two day camp, your coach has got to put so much in that that session that sometimes there is no time for that video analysis or, you know, just explaining tactics and things like that. And I think it was a huge, huge step for the Welsh girls um, to have that and can kind of tell that with the first couple of sessions that we've had that people are starting to think about things a little bit more than we did previously all because of those um, video calls which is great it's definitely what we needed
0: so in a way uh, this is only a few athletes have kind of said is that whilst obviously it's it has definitely been a curse uh, (laughs) having this COVID situation but has also been plenty of silver linings we can take and it sounds like for the Welsh squad this is giving you guys that extra capacity to probably in the future when you're on the pitch you have something that's really focused and productive but then afterwards when you're back at home you can still check in with each other and do video analytics you can go through psychology stuff and all that sort of stuff is that, is that sort of kind of a right sort of approach
1: yeah absolutely yeah it's definitely hit the nail on the head there um, I know that I've learned a lot more from those video sessions and the great thing is you you can go out into breakout rooms and things like that on certain platforms and it's nice to just get that kind of, again, although you're not together, you can still have mm. that interaction with each other and discuss things um, in more depth and it doesn't matter how long it takes because you're not you don't need to go outside on the pitch and train or you don't need to leave it's you know you've got as much time as you want almost no i completely agree with you i think it it definitely helped just talking through it with each other as you say, saying more depth and have the time to be able to do that um because yeah as you say otherwise we'd be rushing to get out on the pitch or something i'll be like right we've got an hour for this meeting like let's go and it's you can't ask everything you want all the time so yeah i agree with you robo like it's definitely helped us yeah, yeah. Glad
0: um and Obviously, the reason we're sort of beginning to – we're having these conversations today is to talk about the fundraising effort that you're doing. Has it – before we go into the why we're doing that, in terms (laughs) of you as a squad, how has it been trying to coordinate a campaign (laughs) remotely, juggling full-time work, trying to also – maintain fitness levels to be international athletes i mean that's an enormous amount of of work and and plate spinning that you're having to do
1: yeah absolutely i think the, the squad's broken up into little groups so we do have a fundraising group um and i believe that was formed before even covid Um, so ideas have been rolling and, you know, it's almost like their little mini part-time job at the side almost. Um, (laughs) and I I am part of that, but fully, um, I'm just the graphic designer of it, uh, (laughs) to make sure that the content looks good and stuff. But, um, I mean, the girls have worked so hard and they've tried everything from virtual camp, um, in lockdown, I believe. Um, and, you know, obviously we've got this new campaign at the moment, but Yeah. they've done a great job so far yeah
0: um so i mean it it takes us on nicely to the why so what uh, to some people it probably will come as a surprise but do you want to explain why you guys are doing this fundraising
1: yeah so i mean we we aren't funded as a sport in hockey wales so everything you know we have to pay for everything ourselves so that will be travel to the camp you know wherever we're all based be it london manchester or you know nottingham wherever Um, it'll be like overnight stays it'll be your food and stuff it'll be you know if you're going away for tournaments okay the flights the accommodation all of that incorporated in Um, kit. if you need any more of that you know it's it all combines and obviously it all gets to this big amount and I've known some people in the past who have unfortunately had to drop out because they can't actually pay that yeah and it's as well as training costs as well, you know, the cost per for like every three months for a training or something like that, you know, it's just huge. And it's such a stress and it's it's quite difficult on those who do sometimes struggle, um, especially with the times that we're in as well, you know, with some people either being furloughed or people, you know, potentially losing jobs and whatnot. Um, it can just put an extra strain on it when actually representing your country, you, you shouldn't have to worry about payment if you get what I mean. So you know, we all do it because we love the sport, but we're trying to get this fundraising going so that we can kind of ease those pressures a bit more and really focus on it and really look to then develop our game and our time and energy into that rather than, oh, can we pay for it? Um, I think that's yeah. about it, isn't it, Robbo? Yeah, no, definitely, and obviously it's, it's up to us to also find um, that support as an individual. If we can find a personal yeah. sponsor, then great um but again we come back to covid um and players may have lost their sponsorship due to that company being affected and it's then hard to go out and find another sponsor because of the the whole situation you you kind of feel bad asking because you don't know what situation they're in but if you don't ask you don't get as, as yeah. they say and you know the worst outcome is is a no and you know I was one of those players who had to leave the programme. I think I had played two years of senior hockey and it was just before I left um, to play in the Netherlands. And, you know, my parents throughout my whole hockey career had supported me so much and my twin sister was playing for Wales as well. Um, I feel sorry for my brother because I, I don't think he spent much time with my parents. He was always, they were always uh, taking the twins to hockey, so sorry about that, John Paul. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a strain on them as well. And it got to the point where it was like, right, how are we going to fund you? And we couldn't, we couldn't, we couldn't find anybody who wanted to help um, or could help. And I ended up leaving and I think, I think it was eight years Eight years, I was out of the program and coaches had approached me saying, do you want to come back? And it would always come down to no, because I don't have a job yet or no, I can't find a sponsor or you know something like that. And thankfully, I could come back because I had the support. But unfortunately, I've lost that support now. And now I'm having to try and find, again, finance for me to achieve my goal which is a Commonwealth game. Um, but yeah, this fundraising should hopefully, fingers crossed, take that pressure off the players because it is a huge thing on your mind. You know, you go to a training session, you think, oh, how much is this guy to cost? Or you've got to think <laughs> about your petrol. You've got to think about the, the bigger picture and it kind of takes away that focus on the hockey sometimes absolutely yeah i think
0: for a lot of people it comes as a shock when they hear that senior internationals have to pay their way i can remember when irish women got the silver at the world cup they had Mm -hmm. most of them i think they paid 200 euros each to travel and, and like to contribute to the cost because the funding wasn't good enough even with a sponsor stepping in at the last second they still had to pay up themselves um and it kind of makes you think like if if squads can do this well with next to no support imagine what mm-hmm. they could do if they actually didn't have this stress and the anxiety created by having to frantically search for every penny to to scrape it together um so I, obviously it's it is a difficult time with uh with covid um coming in but if if you had sort of and you kind of do i guess here a soapbox mm-hmm. to stand on and say to the sponsors why should they be Piping up and supporting you guys. What would what would the message be to them?
1: Oh, I mean, look, a great example is Ireland. You know, okay, we're we're not where we would like to be at the moment, but week in, week out, as athletes strive to to get uh, us to that position. And and for me, as one of the older players, um, what I want to see is I want to not only have that support myself, but for all these youngsters coming through, I want that support for them um and for them to focus on what's important and that's the hockey side of it because then i think the performance of the squad would be so much more um positive than it is is at the moment because we are losing talented athletes because of money and it's 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 really difficult to see that and yeah i mean it, even if they could just sponsor one player that makes a massive difference you know our aspirations are the Commonwealth Games and you know we're still in full-time jobs we'd love to be able to do it full-time and things like that but you know we we make way for the fitness thing and the nutrition and things like that but yeah that that support that financial support is a huge huge help believe it or not (laughs) yeah no I think you've nailed it there like um as you said like it 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 has been a shame to see some people have to pull out. And, it, you know, with the team that we've got at the moment and those that we've got coming up and into it, you know, I agree with Robert. I'd hate to see any of, of those people have to pull out because they're like, look, I just, I can't afford it along with this, that and the other, you know, like anyone. Um, and it's it's just, it's something that shouldn't really have that big an effect in a way yeah. that it, that, but it does just because of, you know, how things are at the moment. So, or have been in the past as well um so yeah you know that's why we're kind of just jumping up and just saying okay right it's a tricky time but this is what we're doing this is who we are this is the team this is what we want to try and achieve you know we want to raise ourselves in those world rankings this that and the other and um yeah we just need that little bit of help which is financially and you know who knows then where we could get to yeah. yeah, And I think with, with the youngsters, I call them youngsters, with the <laughs> under-21s, <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the, the under-21s were so successful in their last Europeans. And unfortunately, they're all students, the majority of them. And they're who are affected, those talented players coming through the ranks about to get their senior caps, but they can't because they can't financially do it because of being a student, possibly, and things like that. And the talent in the under-21s is brilliant and i actually get quite scared when they come training (laughs) Um, i'm like oh the old lady she's gonna pump the old lady out but they are so talented and i just wouldn't want a future for them to be like what the majority of the current squad have had in the past so yeah more so for them for me
0: yeah i mean from from my view as someone who's been at the events as a volunteer and a member of the press um there is a tangible reward as well for the sponsor so for example Rodri uh, at the euros last year had university of birmingham plaster on his back and that's a nice way for them to show you know, attracting uh, potential students and say you yeah, you can come here you can take your hockey seriously and look where you can go um and for other sponsors I, like i've seen so many like nicky daly from the, from the iris squad they'll they if you if a sponsor supports an athlete the athlete will give it back tenfold and will do everything they can to show their appreciation um so hopefully there's one or two people out there listening to this who can who can pipe up and help you guys out there
1: yeah absolutely hockey gold
0: but for me like if anyone listening to it isn't too sure so one of the messages that's come from the ladies is um to even if people just piped in with a tenner that can make if only a few people have to do that and suddenly it makes a huge difference and people thinking, oh, you know, why should I be chipping in? So my reason was I was thinking, okay, Ellie is a legitimate clever person who needs support and you know she's she's juggling a genuine proper scientific career and she's an amazing hockey player. Julie has provided free access uh, fitness tips and advice. Uh, Zena has provided I, I messaged her and asked for some advice on how to recover from an injury and I got back a reply within minutes basically um, and so if you if people feel that need to get something back out of it to me it's there already there's these inspirational women out there playing hockey and if people Take the time to watch a Welsh hockey team it's a fantastic bunch, and you can see it with the men, but they they frightened Belgium in that first half, and then in the second mm-hmm. half, obviously that's where the big divide came in, the fact that they are fully financed, they get paid astronomical money uh compar- <laughs> comparatively speaking <laughs> um, yeah. uh, but we can see that there's that potential, and you know not long ago, you guys were beating uh India in the Commonwealth Games. So I mean, that's massive and such a huge achievement. And it shows that if, if just a little bit extra happens, you could go that much further. Um, So yeah, hopefully anyone who's sitting on the fence, you know, it's just put in a little bit of money and it will help all of it adds up together.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you know, it, it doesn't have to be hundreds and thousands. It can be tenor, um, you know, and it, it does go a long way. And you hit the nail on the head with the men's hockey, you know, the, they probably went in and Belgium probably were like, "Ah, oh, it's Wales have just come up. But that first half, like you say, they were like, yeah, we're Wales and this is how we play. But again, you're looking at the a team that gets paid so much, trains every day, gets all these sponsors. They don't need to worry about that side. They can purely focus on what they're good at. And then we have to sit down in some of our meetings discuss, right, guys, finance. And you just hear the room spirit go, Ugh. <laughs> it's yeah. like quick run that, that dreaded word finance the dreaded word of money it's <laughs> it's it is difficult it really is yeah
0: and so for for the, for the listeners who haven't had a chance to see the the fundraising page yet what is it that this money would allow you to do so it gives you the opportunity to to travel it gives you the facility to uh get back and forth to training sessions to pay for kit is that right
1: yeah yeah, effectively, it it kind of helps with costs all over the board, really, for us as players. Um, so, you know, I think at the moment we've done. How many people have we supported in full or got the? It's about one and a half, two people, maybe now. I think we've got one and a half, getting to two players, yeah, fully sponsored at the moment, and we're a squad of thirty. Yeah. So, thank you to all those who have already <laughs> donated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, and like I say, it goes a, a a long, long way especially for those who haven't got a sponsor. That's, you know, someone can now sit back and almost be relieved and just focus on what, what she's good at um and any contribution any contribution is hugely welcomed and thanked and i'll splatter you all over instagram and uh, and (laughs) we've we've got girls who are we're very active on social media and it's a great platform now to to thank people and to promote Mm -hmm. sponsors don't forget that we can we can shout you out as many times as often (laughs) as we can yeah
0: Um and sort of looking at, at what's coming up this year. So there's the, the, three sort of targets uh, in terms of the events that you've got coming up. So you've got the European, uh, Euro, Euro hockey nations too, uh, which I think is in the Czech Republic. Um, yep, yeah. And then you've got uh, the Commonwealth Games in Birmingham and then the FIH, the feeder the feeder into the Pro League, I think is what it, something like that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. We, we could kind it of that cut GB yeah. out with that, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So if, if we look at those sorts of tournaments mm-hmm. in order, so uh the Euros, I think, from from my view again, as someone who's watching from the outside, to me, the two big guns are you and France um going into that tournament how does it feel from your side what are your sort of targets in that tournament
1: i think it, it's going to be the same as most of them is look we know we know what we can do and we just you know just go out there and do it i know that sounds really simple like it's probably why i'm not a coach um <laughs> but <laughs> can you imagine i'll be like right quick dance no go um, out there and whip <laughs> yeah i'm not i'm not quite there i'm not the coolest people so uh they would just be like oh Nora. Um, But honestly, I think, I mean, most for the tournaments that I've been to, it's been mainly, right, look, this is what we're good at. People might think we're the underdogs. Well, bring it. Let's prove them wrong. And I think that's something that we also kind of thrive on a little bit, like at the Commonwealth Games, you know, India first game, oh, it's Wales versus India, you know, and then we come out and pull a 3-2 out of the bag. It's, you know, people don't quite expect it. Um, So it's literally just go play the game that we know we can play enjoy it as well because obviously that's why everyone plays hockey isn't it if you don't enjoy it yeah. it makes it a lot harder but yeah i think from the last Euros as well although we were pleased with parts of our performance we we didn't finish where we wanted to finish no. so it, it's almost like unfinished business that we need to do now and we've we've taken away some huge, huge, huge positives from not only the Euros, the the um FIH World Series. I mean, we played Spain and we yeah. had a phenomenal match. And we came away from that losing one nil to Spain. And although it was a loss, we had so much positivity from that. And we almost looked at each other and we're like, We can do this, we can. And then we hmm. took that inspiration into into the Euros, but unfortunately with with some of the results we didn't finish where we wanted so yeah it's definitely unfinished business but we do we do have to focus on us and forget about well they think they're better or we're better than them yeah just got to focus on our principles and our our objectives and then yeah yeah, we'll be good to go because that's exactly what we did against South Africa and Spain in the series and we were so proud of ourselves and yeah yeah, we just got to keep doing that
0: yeah I think if you look at like, india for example the the hockey playing population of india is probably more than the population of people who qualify to play for wales and mm-hmm. yet <laughs> you managed to to beat them. and then with spain you know that's the the world and european bronze medalists um so clearly the potential's there <laughs> and yeah. just with a little bit of support you can take that extra step hopefully um so for the euros obviously you sort of you're going to take each opponent at a time and then we have a, a fairly crowded looking uh, international calendar in the next year or two uh, so that then takes us onto the onto the commonwealth games which uh, is up in birmingham what are the sort of aspirations going into that because again you, you guys really could be quite in the mix there
1: I mean, I, from from a personal point of view, I'm really excited to go because I've never been to a Commonwealth game, Um, Partly because of the restriction at first, and then obviously me being out of out of the squad. So for me personally, it, it's it's going to be a very exciting experience and very new experience for me. Um, but again, it's 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 the same things that I said about the Euros. Uh, we can't go into it too much, thinking, "Oh my God, it's Commonwealth Games!" <laughs> it is. It's another tournament that we need to perform and we need to do well to help with our rankings and help Progress Wales get to where they should be. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, as you said, if we get too carried away with, oh my goodness, Commonwealth Games, as great as they are, like you can't take that away, that they are phenomenal to be at. And I was fortunate to get to the Australian ones in 2018. Um, But yeah, Robbo's completely right when she says it is. At the end of the day, it's another tournament and it's another chance for us to improve on our ranking, um, which is ultimately, you know, what every team wants to do. We all want to be up there being the best we can be, really. So yeah, Costa del Brum i think i think it's about yog, yeah i know when people I mean, say to me, Lotion, I said, oh, my sure. aspir- <laughs> well i say to people oh um you know i'll play for whales and like oh what are your aspirations like, oh, i'll go to my first commonwealth games like oh, where, where is the next one thinking i'm gonna be like yeah you know it's <laughs> exotic australia and so i'm like yeah birmingham <laughs> <laughs> but you know what commonwealth games is commonwealth games despite where it play is home games. It? but yeah definitely but also with with all these tournaments as well. This is a great opportunity for individuals to shine as well because, you know, we, we have Sarah and we have Leah representing Wales in the GB setup. I personally think there should be some more of our players within the GB system. Mm. Um but again, you know, it's affected by the financial side, who knows. But uh, it, it's a great opportunity for us to shine as individuals to get to almost that next level for us, people would think that international playing for Wales is, is your final hit. That's amazing. Great. Well, actually no, the next level is great Britain and possibly going to an Olympics. And I think w- when I heard that Leah finally, same, <laughs> finally got that call up, I was, yeah. I was on the phone to her straight away. And I said, am so incredibly proud of you. She's, I'm not going to say her age. So I might get it wrong. I and mean, then she might get offended, but she's old. 25. <laughs> um, she's older than me. And, it just proves it doesn't matter how old you are if you if you put your mind to it and you want to do it, it it can happen and that's another a reason for for these um for these tournaments as well as individuals for us to shine as an individual and get that call up from gb
0: yeah definitely i mean from I'm technically Scottish, uh, although I don't sound it. Um, and uh, <laughs> I've always found it enormously frustrating to see such amazing, talented players just for whatever reason not get a call up. And I can remember at Euros in 2019 having a very sober conversation with uh, <laughs> Jacob Draper after the tournament um, about how well he'd done and how scary some of the players had found him to, to confront and had to deal with him. And, and then that frustration that there was, it was inevitable that he would never get a call-up. And yet, lo and behold, here we are yeah. a few months later. He yeah. actually did get the call-up, which was a relief and obviously seeing Leah finally, finally get the call up, which, you know, only took having to become a record cap holder in Welsh sporting yeah. history. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and mercy and just relentlessly banging the drum and, and sort of saying, and, and Jade at Hockey World News, everyone basically, finally enough noise. Um, and, she yeah. got, and she got a look at it and, and now look at her fly. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I guess the Commonwealth provides that that wonderful thing. But the other thing for me, I think that be, that's great about the Commonwealth Games happening uh, effectively as a home games obviously technically it's not but it, in reality it is um it's is that opportunity for people to actually see Wales properly and also to get that experience at like at the Euros was my first time hearing and seeing a Welsh crowd and maybe particularly against the England men they maybe got a little bit overhydrated uh <laughs> and enjoyed it a bit too much but you know Lynn was was going for it big guns and it was he has got such a clear passion and it's a noisy group as well. So it's a nice change from that sort of traditional sit on your hands, quiet English uh, crowd that we tend to get. <laughs> I, think,
1: I think as well, like you've, you brought up Lynn, Lynn has been a huge supporter of, of Wales hockey for years and years and yeah. years. And I just want to take, I, if she listens, great. If she doesn't listen, but I just want to take this opportunity to say, thank you so much for your continued support. And it is, is hugely yeah. grateful. And it, to be fair, we couldn't do a lot of it without her, but it's amazing that she's she's there in the tournament. If you hear someone, it's going to be like, there she is. Where's Lynn? Lynn, there she is. Yeah.
0: No, definitely. I mean, she's, she's iconic uh, and a wonderful person. She's so deeply passionate as well. And she's always posting on social media about Wales and always just every everything and anything that happens. You can see yeah. that glee and that pride that she has about you guys. Uh, and about the men as well
1: um that's one of the best bits about you know the welsh crowd but like the welsh team we all do have that pride as you say and that kind of you can see that on the pitch and you can see that for the people who are watching as well you know whether they've got their daffodils on or or whatever you know it's just it's another element which is why you're like yeah okay like yeah come on let's go (laughs) yeah
0: people do seem to have that idea that you're the underdogs but actually. And it's the same with the men, but actually if you pay attention, yeah. it's not such a big shock. So like when you beat India, it wasn't such yeah. a big shock if people had been watching the results. And again, some of the performances yeah. that you put in and then with the men uh, drawing with England, obviously for some mm. people, absolute shell shock. But for a lot of other people, it was like actually England were kind of lucky. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Hopefully, that uh, maybe it's a nice thing to have the underdog status as well. But maybe over time it will change, and people will begin to see that actually, Welsh hockey isn't just something that it's a nice to have. It's something they should really take pride in, and that the country can be proud of.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, So that then leads on to to the final sort of tournament, Um, and if you could just sort of talk through a little bit about what the aspirations are for the squad there and and how you're going to try and tackle that one.
1: I mean, without sounding like a broken record, I think it's the same again, you know. (laughs) The aim to, like, improve ranking points, play the games that we know we can play, do it to the standards that we expect of ourselves and of each other, you know. I I think that's, yeah, I do sound like a broken record. Robbo, anything new? No, I think yeah, I mean you can't go into a tournament not having those aspirations um principles in place. Um, and every tournament despite our rank it's it's notch up into our rank and again it's, it's to help the future of, of Welsh hockey yeah. so yeah
0: so we've spoken about the three different events that you're uh, doing the fundraising for and a topic that's come up recently it came up in a podcast a while ago and we we discussed this with uh, phil and brendan it was the idea of doing a home nations tournament and i've spoken with one of the scottish guys as well privately and they were very keen on this so sort of our proposal if we could do anything we wanted to um would be that we have it almost like a six Nations thing but so one season you'd play your fixture in london and then the next year england would come to, to cardiff and play in your stadium and maybe you go to to glasgow green and then the next year they come to you what would that sort of look like for you do you think it's something that we should be looking at to me it could potentially foster more of a a, a passionate regular uh, crowd at the games it brings hockey out of London as well and gets people able to go to places that are a bit more accessible uh, and shows that hockey is not just for those who've grown up in the sort of a London bubble area but actually it's it's for the whole country.
1: Yeah I, I, th- I think that's a, a great idea I mean obviously we, we see Scotland probably a lot more than we do Quite in a England bit. for sure but um, again, it's it's just great for development. Um, it's great yeah. to see where you are in relation to, I mean, for ourselves, obviously, we're ranked lower than, than England, but you can see where you are. And you can say, right? Can we compete? What is it that we need to change do to compete against the likes of England? Um, but I, I think, especially now, <laughs> yes. with you know travel restrictions, we would do France. But obviously, because of COVID, we can't. We've got a couple of next door neighbours. Again, I know travel can be a bit restrictive, but um, why not? I'd, 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 no, I'd agree. I think that'd be really good to to kind of, like, get going. As you say, especially in these times, if, you know, we can't go abroad and stuff, we have something to keep going, developing, you know, bringing those new players up or, you know, trying new strategies, this, that and the other, which can help then, you know, prepare us for tournaments of, you know, any sort. So, yeah, it'd be beneficial all around, I think. Yeah, good for player development as well for that GB section because mm. you can almost say, okay... Jules is up against, oh, right, oh who's going to come to my head? You change nice. positions, Jules. I never know where you're playing about. Uh, let's squad. say anatomical for argument. You can <laughs> almost be like, oh, okay, so this is what we're of to work. Okay. Mm. So-and-so's got maybe that that aspect of their game that they haven't. Maybe yeah. it's worth having a look at her or, uh, okay, maybe not. Who knows? <laughs> Jules all the way you get to- <laughs> <laughs> The positivity she's using right now It's great. <laughs> <laughs> But no,
0: I think it was an yeah. great idea. Cool. Well, um, thank you very much for t- taking the time to talk about that side of things. And now we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about you guys individually. So something that I, f- I think was quite interesting is that you've both had that experience of playing abroad. So you've played for some of the biggest clubs in the English Premier League, um, but you've also had that experience. Of, was it uh, FC Lyon? Um for you, Julie, and for
1: Yeah, FC Leon, away. yeah. Everyone was like, That's a football club. I'm like, no, 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 it's not. <laughs> but, um... <clears throat> but go on then. That's
0: why you're not doing coaching, because you just get the sports mixed up as well, isn't it?
1: Exactly. <laughs> you know, I went to the wrong club in the first place. <laughs> Wait, this isn't hockey? Okay, I'll i st- I'll stay. <laughs> no, but no, what, FC Leon, yeah.
0: what was it like playing? Because obviously France, it's um just an enormous country. Uh so yeah. to play league hockey over there, what what's it like for <laughs> your average away trip, I suppose?
1: Oh, you know what? I I actually loved them. Like for for me, I've always traveled quite a bit for hockey anyway. Um apart from when I started my hockey at Alton, that was like 5 10 minutes down the road, which I never will take for granted. Um <laughs> but no, it was <laughs> I, I was quite lucky because I was in the I was in Leon and we were the only team um like in that area to be in Prem. So we always had to travel up to the north. So we'd have like three hour train journey. So I'd be getting up at about 5.15, walking to the metro, getting to the main train station, meeting up with the team, getting on the train, playing a game, coming back um, or even flying. I mean, we flew to Bordeaux one time, but we had a bomb scare. So it wasn't too comfortable on that plane, but we won. So, you know, every cloud. Um, <laughs> but no, it was, it was really great, to be honest. Um, it was another style of hockey um just to kind of experience you know it's not hockey is hockey but it is different in different countries of you know how they play and stuff so it was great to experience that and attempt to understand and learn French a bit quicker because I did do it at school in uni but I seem to have got there and be like I've forgotten everything I know uh we oui? No, I I not understand. and they were just like, mm, what? And I was like, English? Uh. Yeah, but, but Jules um, just now, and we so we normally have Test France kind okay. of do the new year, a good week over there, <laughs> a few Test matches, <laughs> and. Bezos, like, oh, we have, and they're literally don't know what we're saying or can't, can't understand us. It's like, you should have said that. And they're like, oh, we, and we're like, what the hell, it's so fluent. And I think we had a problem with someone who was allergic to nuts. Oh, and and yeah. she was like, no nuts. Like, I can't, even the oil, has it got nuts in? I'm a chef just didn't understand the coach didn't even understand did he and girls no. had to explain and we ended up having to get like the epipen and be like we have to stab her if, if <laughs> it's or Christina. she dies it's like <laughs> yeah and how we cope through that situation but it was her, her french is incredible and being her roommate when we're in france she <laughs> sleep talks in french it's so bizarre. It's so weird. I remember just waking up and being like, what the hell is going on? I should just <laughs> sleep talking in French, like fluent French. don't know what she's saying, but I'm like, what is that? <laughs> yes. I have woken myself fluent. up before and been like, oh no, did they, did they hear that? And I'm like, Yep, yeah, she probably heard it. She'll tell me in the morning. It's not just French. I do it and I do it in English as well, but <clears throat> that's a story for another day. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean no the hockey out there was great and I mean um, just yeah just love playing the different styles and for the preseason, for the second half we drove to Barcelona and we played a Spanish team out there and we were there for about a week and came back um, so you know I got to experience a lot of it and then uh, it was another perk that one of the girls in the team was a chef so you know being in France and being a chef on the team every away game on the way back you'd have your Sausages, your baguettes, your cheeses, like anything new that she'd found or created. She'd be like, Have this? I'd be like, Okay. <laughs> you know, brilliant. Culture and all. Um, <laughs> but um, no, when, I, I loved it. And
0: um, when you guys play those series against France, do you effectively act as a translator to tell the rest of the team what France is <laughs> doing? <playing? laughs>
1: well, I'm listening. I'm too busy listening to the coach um, who's getting very ag- angry which is quite funny at times to be honest and you have to be like don't laugh cuz he's going to be angry at me and I will laugh but um it's more of me saying to the umpires like really you didn't see that foot okay cool and I'm just like oh play the game you know I'm I'm not rude but when it gets to a certain level I'm kind of talking at them in French but nicely um, <laughs> or, or that I've got a teammate actually who I played with at FC Lyon who's on the French team and she's um she's normally singled out it's um Joanna yo yo and we're always just like, ah, oh, salut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please don't make me look bad. <laughs> but now she's you're, great. You're, but not, yeah. you're not
0: tempted to maybe throw in the odd little sentence and confuse them and tell them to pass it left when there's no one there.
1: I have tried it. I have tried it when I'm just like, you know, I'll be like, pass it to me because I'm like, if I say in French, maybe it'll work. But instead, I just got a weird look, and I was like, well, worth the try. <laughs> 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 it's
0: very sneaky. You can only
1: try, can't you? You know, <laughs> absolutely.
0: Uh, and then so for your your time over in um skyvader, uh, what was that like for you uh, which division was that in? sorry?
1: So unfortunately, there was a bit of miscommunication um, so it was meant to overgone classer, which is one below the ho- Hofter classer. My pronouncing is awful um, it's than but normal. I ended up playing in first class, and I was still expecting the hockey be high level which it was, but it was ah, oh, it was amazing. and any young player that I speak to and they they question, or do I go abroad? My answer is yes. Um, And although Skarvaider was in uh, first class, we did get to the playoffs. We did unfortunately lose, but then I had a couple of, um, I had Laren, I had Kampong um, get in touch with me to go play for them. Mm -hmm. Um, But I was going to sign for Kampong closer to Skarvaider and I wanted to stay close with those girls. Um, But they ended up signing Julia Muller and they rung me and they said, hi, I just, just wanted to ring and say, we've filled all the international spots with, we've, we've just had Julia Muller. And I literally went fair play What oh, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of signing. Um, and I, I'd, I'd met you out there. I was like, all the best and, but no, it was, it's completely different to the hockey over here. And like I say, if you can get out there, whether it's Belgium or Holland, do it. Absolutely going do it. It will be an experience you'll never, ever forget. And although I'm a little bit disappointed, I only had one year out there. Um, it's it's something that I'm so proud that I got to do. It, oh, it was brilliant. So good. Especially the parties after. I, they call them Tay Days, I think it is. And oh, wow. The, the nearest what? The nearest like prem side was Kampong. So if the men and the women were playing on the same day and you happen to be playing at Kampong, whether you're the away team or the home team, Everyone just stayed and it was a massive party. They had DJs and all our Scarbider girls would just get on our bikes and cycle over. I'd have to stop at one of the girls' houses because I was too (laughs) drunk to go back It was just it, it was just fantastic and you even saw some of the Dutch national players there and you would think, oh, they won't be here because, you know, they're internationals and that, but no, they were all there and they were still enjoying it and it's completely different, completely different to over here and I think that's what makes it such a a good country for hockey because whether you're at Kampong or you're not, everyone just unites at the end of it and it's brilliant. Oh, who do you play for? Oh, yeah, I play for so-and-so and this, that and the other, but... Yeah. Absolutely incredible.
0: Yeah, it's it's a it is a very different world. It's not just the fact that if you're playing there, you can play three or four times a week, maybe sometimes five depending on on how well set up the club is. It's that whole community thing that yeah. when the first team's on, there's gonna be a few thousand people <laughs> who are yeah hanging around the club and like, there's a massive party atmosphere afterwards and it's just it's like a major tournament over here but it's every single weekend.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can remember my first match and um, I was like, oh, there's not going to be many people coming. Now wait until the men, which is after us. And we started warming up and it was just getting loads and loads of people there. And I was like, oh my God, like this is mental. <laughs> and after the match, a kid ran up, was like, please, 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 can you sign my stick? You're You're, you're the Welsh player. You're the Welsh player. And I was like, Oh, my God, I like, autograph, like, oh, my God. <laughs> We're going to every player with the program, like, oh, sign sign my book, sign my, sign my stick. And then the men played after. Okay, they got a few more additional people watching, but it wasn't much of a difference than they had the red flares on our playoff games. And I was actually gutted because my sister came over for our playoffs. And I was buzzing. I was like, yes, my sister's over. She's going to watch. And I got card in first match. <laughs> and that was my fifth card of the season which suspended me for the final match which my sister obviously came over to watch so I just ended up standing on the side cheering the T1 because I was suspended and I was absolutely gutted and I always say to this day because I was the foreign player (laughs) (laughs) but yeah I I think they knew fairly quick that i get a little bit frustrated with umpires, so they taught me some Dutch swear words to use oh, instead. I so <laughs> I, I use them over and now, so the umpires don't know what I'm saying, they can't really card me. So if I say the F, they can say, right there you go, there your card, go sit down. Whereas if I say hotfadormer. They won't know what I'm saying, so <laughs> umpires <laughs> don't, by the way, card me for the <laughs> It does sound like it rolls off the tongue, you know? <laughs> yeah, that others, but we won't go there, but yeah. I think um, the only words extent. that I actually learned, I learned swear words, how to pass left and right, and how to order a beer. Love the, the oh, and please and thank yous, obviously you have to and thank yous, but um one thing I do regret is not learning the Dutch.
0: Yeah. No, it's, it's it's a different world. Um, I'm very envious. Whenever I go there for work, I'm kind of in awe of it. I, I went to HC Leonidas in um, Rotterdam for a work thing, and they were, I think, second division men's team and third division for women's. They had nine hockey pitches, two indoor courts, and they started a party at about nine o'clock at night, and it finished around three a.m.
1: Yeah, yeah, sweet. It's it's mad. it's mad. I just yeah. I mean, I've got to thank uh, Shona McCallan and Seddon, because they were the ones I have kind of mentioned, oh, what's it like playing a ball? And they were like, get over here. Um, so, yeah, honest, do it, guys. Best thing, best thing. Absolutely. I'm so glad Lily's going out there as well. She's going to have the best time. <laughs> They're going to love her. <laughs> They're going to love her.
0: It's going to be, I, I was saying to Taff, it's going to be absolutely mental. Like When you consider how amazing she is at hockey to then put her in the best league in the world where she's training five times a week playing against you know the dutch national team pretty much probably half the insane. belgian national team <laughs> loads yeah. of the Ardenians. uh it just it will raise the game so much it's kind of scary really <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Um, i've got to say that is one thing that i've always wanted to do is to play hockey in holland like very fortunate and i would not take france away because I absolutely adored that. And if I could do it again, I would. But I think the next one, if I ever got the chance, I definitely want to do that. Partly because I've heard so much from Robbo in our roomy chats, you know. (laughs) Um, But, (laughs) like, yeah, I I agree, though. Like, wherever you can go, Belgium, you know, Holland, whatever, if you can, just do it. Because you'll learn more than just hockey and stuff. And I think that'll just help with generally everything, to be honest. Yeah. So I mean, take Tomo, Sarah Thomas. She was at Rotterdam for a long time a while so many years <laughs> she was like she was our reigning you know Welsh player in the GB squad mm. and I think the majority of what she learned was purely for playing for Rotterdam um, I playing be with so those sorry. class players at, at the side of her like absolutely amazing yeah I'm still fangirling over you going out there Robbo so you know <laughs> <laughs> thanks bring <Free> me love <laughs> I don't need to hang my shirt up on the wall yet. Didn't frame it. You're still
0: never actually. hung it up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, you, you sort you touched a little bit on, on the roomy thing there, and and for me one of my favourite things with with Julie on Instagram is just the constant oh. sharing of, uh, of of being scared by you. <laughs> so do you want yeah. to explain, to the listeners, of your what your relationship is like as roommates.
1: Very relaxed. It's yeah. very relaxed, very and not very. very. No. No. I mean, one thing that I, I liked before or just generally in a tournament or any hockey situation is very chill. And I am a very um joke character, like I'm always at home or being a little bit mischievous and she gets me back and then I get upset and then she's like, Well, don't scare me then. But I don't know, this <laughs> just it just relaxes me a bit and Jules is one of the most easiest people. <laughs> I've, you can scare it's so easy but no I, I have you, like, no nerves such left. a good roommate to have honestly no nerves left like in Valencia I felt so proud of myself because I was like right this has happened several times now I'm actually gonna like be immune to it and I still wasn't so I was like right I think there was one time and you were actually at the physio and I thought you were joking and you are like oh, I'm just at the physio come back and I was like oh yeah good one and you're like no my back really hurts so I was like oh my gosh go get it better like I'll get everything else ready. And then you're like, right, go get a film. on. I'll be back in like two minutes. I'm walking back now. So I was like, great, my moment to shine. You know, let's hide somewhere. Let's make a jump. (laughs) I was like, oh, behind the door. I was like, no, she'll see that. I was like, in the bathroom? No, that was her idea. So I was like, closet, right. And I go into the bedroom in the wardrobe. And I'm sat in there for about five, 10 minutes. And I'm just like, it doesn't take her that long. Something's wrong here. She's (laughs) sleeping. I know she has. No, no, she'd been there the whole time. So I start searching the flat. Like I'm searching the apartment, I'm freaking out, and I'm like, "Help me!" Like she's going to jump out. So I'm literally, if anyone was recording it, I would have like, "Right, idiot!" Because so I was literally creeping around everywhere. Finally, walk past our bedroom, just see these two eyes poking out from underneath my bed, and I'm just, like, <laughs> <laughs> just run out the room. And just the worst thing was, <laughs> the worst thing was, I was probably under your bed for about half an hour. <laughs> oh no! Because what had happened? I had my phone on, and I put it on silent, took vibrate off, might hear it. This is how deep I go with a scares. <laughs> I um, so I was texting, yes, I'm busier back. And... You actually ended up going on a phone call with Jake. And when you're on oh, the yeah, phone we <laughs> it takes a long time so i was under bed like god You've gonna be on the phone for ages so anyway she was like oh well sophie's coming back now i was like oh thank god i can get because <laughs> i was getting really uncomfortable under there you know it's a hard floor <laughs> i've got bed basically on top of me it's probably not good for you know, my match tomorrow or whatever <laughs> yeah the <and> eventually <laughs> but so easy or there was the uh, the hair clip at euros i don't like spiders at all honestly <laughs> spiders and me don't go together if, if i see them in the room i'm watching them all night and she's got this black hair clip i'm coming out of the bathroom she just rolls it along the floor and i'm just screaming jump on the bed <laughs> yeah. like, you absolute. <laughs> but i think i think that's the good thing because sometimes oh yeah um you know it can get a bit too serious in your rooms you know you've just had a match or. Um, you're pa- preparing for a match and you know some some people like to probably put headphones on and relax chill but yeah for me and you we kind of we relax don't. each other by you know playing these little pranks on each other and yeah playing music and the best time to get jewels is when she's kind of in that groove I think that's my best scare <laughs> is when she was in the bathroom with a hairbrush sorting her hair well, out a 50th 50th cap? <laughs> yeah your 50th cap and I was like this is the perfect opportunity she thinks I'm getting ready and, yeah, I got you pretty good, didn't I? But, yeah, yeah it is nice. World, it is nice, and, yeah, it's a good relationship I do enjoy to have. it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I do enjoy it. It does relax me as well, and I think then we play our best hockey because we are already just chilled and, like, right, I can just focus on the game We're not stressed. So I think it actually it works quite well, and we're just like, right. Yeah. Want to watch a film? Yeah, all right. Toy Story? Yeah, slap it on. <laughs> yeah. It's got to be a Pixar for me. <laughs> it's got to be a Pixar. It's fine. All Love Island if it's on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, with, no one talked
1: to us, we haven't seen it yet.
0: <laughs> with uh lockdown keeping you apart, have you been tempted to send anything like a glitter bomb as a surprise?
1: <laughs> right, <Probably>. so <laughs> elaborate. I yes, I actually sent my bump cards. <laughs> I said to the text I said, Right, but bought Jules a card just to say hey and that I miss her, scaring her. Hmm. Um, I said, so when this card, can you film her, try and subtly film her opening? Well, it never arrived. It was like a month. And I was like, Jake, has she had this card yet? He was like, no. I was like, oh, great. It's been lost in the post. Didn't you get it like three months ago, Jules? Yeah, it was like And I must have sent delayed. it like, in March yeah in march i think but i got I'd it in july yeah i'd already told Jules about the joke i was like oh i'm good to card scare you because i just thought it was lost in the post but you did actually end up getting it didn't you uh yeah i did yeah yeah still made me jump yeah <clears throat> yeah even when <laughs> so i was I expecting it i was like it's just gonna jump up at me don't don't react it's fine like jake's forgotten you it's cool it's cool ah <laughs> yeah that worked but so yeah although we do <laughs> our pranky side we are we are very similar, I mean, oh, especially, especially when I was going my difficult period with hockey. I, was, I spoke to you quite a lot, didn't I, mm. um, over lockdown. And it's nice that you can call a teammate up about it and be honest about it. Because there were yeah. thoughts of, should I continue playing, even for Wales? And, mm. you know, it always came back to the same thing. Deep down, you do enjoy it. And when you go on to your next journey after COVID, um it'll be different it was so there are those things that we've had and it's nice to have someone to talk to about those things and have that support so yeah, yeah. I, I do I do really like I am quite grateful for that that kind of relationship we do have yeah the pranks but as you say the serious side and like if we're annoyed about something like not anybody but like say oh like I played absolutely rubbish today or this that and the other we'll let each other just get it out and then we'll be like okay right yeah I've got it out. <laughs> We've forgotten about it. Let's move on. Rant over. Or, let's move on. Exactly. Rant over. Chuck something on. Let's do this. Or, or like you know, if you if you do need support. So like for Robo, you know, when you went through that difficult time, and then when we we're in Valencia, I was going through a bit of a difficult time as well. And if I needed yeah. a moment, you were there for me. Or if you like, do you just need a moment, I was like, yeah. And you'd be like, all right. Um, and like to have a roomy like that, and the team as well, because the team, you know, they did they did support me. They all knew what had happened, this, that, and the other. Um they were all just there for me. But yeah, having having Robo there just to either put the hand on the shoulder like, they're there. Mm. <laughs> do you want some chocolate? Yes, do. <laughs> um, you know, it's uh it's a it's a good relationship we have. So she's gotta make it to the ponies yeah. because you know we've got to be roomies. I have got to make it as well. So <laughs> pressure, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> I just gotta dance. We're like, yeah. <laughs> Let me in. <laughs>
0: Um, and for for people sort of listening in, what would your because you you obviously Julie you had loads of issues with a concussion, uh, and and Sophie you've talked about your own your own issues with sort of getting back into hockey. What's your advice yeah. to people when you've got these seeming like overwhelming negative thoughts and stuff coming in, and it feels like you're not there's no end in sight or something particularly now (laughs) with lockdown what's (laughs) your sort of advice to people in most situations
1: I think for me look at the bigger picture what why why did you do it in the first place um you know obviously the first reason I had to leave Wales is financial reasons it wasn't that I wasn't enjoying hockey it was financial um whereas this time it was the enjoyment side but my aspirations are to go to a Commonwealth game. Um, that's always been my goal, you know. I always said, Oh, I want to play for Great Britain, and go to the Olympics. You know, I was very fortunate to actually go to a youth Olympics with some of some of the players who are in the GB team now. And, you know, I take that away as a, a great thing. But yeah, if you look at the bigger picture, surround yourself with the right people um who will support you in that journey. you, you get through it. You massively get through it. And like I said. You know, I was on the phone for hours and hours, Jules. I was on the phone to Kev. I was on the phone to the psychologist. I obviously spoke to Rosie, my partner, a lot about it and family. And they made me see the bigger picture and say, why did you do it in the first place? And it makes you think, yeah, you know what? This is, I know it's a really, I'm in a bad situation at the moment. I'm in a rut, but I will get out of it. And injuries don't don't help, but you do eventually get out of it. You just have to. Think about that goal. it's not far away if you don't if you don't want it to be, yeah, I think you're right there. It's um definitely looking at the bigger picture and and for me going through <clears throat> the injuries or you know whatever, um it has been as you say, reminding like, okay, why did I start this in the first place because I like to play hockey, okay, great, okay, I've got this concussion. It's frustrating. I can't play, but it will get better. So I think for me, if it comes to injuries and stuff as frustrating as they are and you know, I'm coming back from one at the moment and it's super frustrating. But I think to myself, I'm like, look, I'm more fortunate than others. You know, I'm able to play a sport. This will get better. You know, let's just do what we can to, you know, rehab, et cetera, et cetera. Or, you know, if you go through a difficult time with things, just speak to people. And I mean, mental health is brought up a lot these days, but, uh, you know, literally just talking and as you've probably can hear i talk for years and years and poor jake's just like can you shut up now And i'm like yeah okay in a minute after these five more stories um but honestly like yeah like robo did you know speak to your family and your your close friends who you know may understand or give you a different perspective and just put it into step back a minute and just look at the bigger picture and just be like okay that's my goal i'm having a bit of a tricky time okay let's get through it this way and just make little steps and just take some pressure off yourself because, you know, you will get there and it's just it just yeah. takes time sometimes. But you'll have the support and sometimes you'll have support where you didn't know you had it before. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, definitely just just talk and just be like, right, I'm struggling with this. OK, how can I move forward? Yeah, my manager made a really good point, actually, um, Becca, from. because um, I was speaking to her as well about it. She said, write down or basically write a letter, younger self, basically telling them your journey. And if your ending is now, how do you think that will lead to that to your younger self? So if I was younger and I read that I didn't go to off game because of whatever reason, um, how would that make me feel? And that was another reason why I was like, God, I would hate that as a kid. Read in a book to be like, oh my god, she's doing so well. Oh, never oh. The games. That's that's such a shame. <laughs> and it's I think, you know, we speak about mental health a lot nowadays. I think I have to praise Welsh hockey hugely at the moment because they are really looking after their players. And I think if clubs out there can invest, um, maybe not a psychologist, but just just understand mental health a little bit more, we can help so many people, so, so many people. Because like I say, if I didn't have a psychologist, my coach, the manager, Jules, I don't know where, I I probably wouldn't be on the call. I probably wouldn't be playing, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, And I think having that support um, is huge nowadays, and we can't we can't let players just go without seeing the bigger picture.
0: Yeah, I thank you very much for for speaking so candidly about that. And um, I think we'll we'll move on to a rosier topic now. <laughs> um, so we we, we we always we always tend to wrap up with a few silly questions. So uh okay, so the, the, the first one is uh, who would you say the best dancer in the squad is?
1: Well, Jules, <coughs> oh, it's got to. Well, yeah, no, Jules. I wouldn't say. Oh, best or just, oh, well done you for trying, you know. <laughs> oh, well, that's yes. <laughs> good effort, but no. <laughs> Who's the best dancer? I I reckon Danny's got some moves in her with the ukulele. We've okay. had some tours. We've had a dance as well. And it's been great, true, you know. True, true. Yeah. So, yeah. yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Or Rose, actually. I've seen some moves come out of her. Impressive. Oh, dear. <laughs> right. They're all gonna hate me when they listen to this, and you're like, right?
0: Well, <laughs> yeah. you've of the ukulele player because on your Instagram takeover yesterday, I think when Sean was doing it, she didn't yeah, mention she my name. Mention.
1: No. <laughs>
0: Maybe we'll have to <laughs> leap out that on the uh, post edit.
1: Mention- <laughs> <laughs> no, leave- It'll be fine. <laughs> it's good team uh, morale.
0: <laughs> and then, if you. Could avoid if if who would you least want to face in a fight?
1: <sighs> Ooh, apart from myself, because I can get pretty angry. <laughs> I think it would have to be Leah. No Rose. I'd when say When Rose, Rose is on one, Rose scares. I've yes, I've messed up in the past and I've had Rose look at me and I've been like, oh, <laughs> that was the wrong thing to do. Yeah, I think Rose. I'd go with Rose. I think I'd giggle if Leah did it. Or you, Robbo. You can get. <laughs> But I've seen mm. the fun side of you, so I don't see too much yeah. of your scary side. So yeah, Rose, Rose has
0: that sort of... Let's uh, say like the protector.
1: Yes. Yes, she <laughs> no, yes, <it> does. Yes. <laughs> Which is a good thing. <laughs> Lovely girl. Great girl. Um, yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> you're digging. <laughs> you're digging. <laughs> really, yeah, Australia, it's fine.
0: Uh, and then who would be the worst person to get stuck next to on a long flight or a coach journey?
1: I think the majority would say Jules because she sleep-talked. <laughs> oh, but... my don't that's a tough one. The worst person to be next to A coach. To. I'm really sorry, the coach oh, or the managers. Yeah. yeah. Just it's always you whenever you get yeah, you get on the plane and you you're like, Who's next to the coach? Because yeah. I think people don't fully relax. I mean we can relax around them. You know, we've had some good laughs with them, but I think on a plane, <laughs> you know what yeah I think think sleeping and drooling or something or sleep talking in my case. They're in tournament mode as well, aren't they? They're, they're preparing. Yeah. You know, when we get there, we might have to have a meeting. So they might have yeah. their laptops out and then you've almost got to do hockey talk. And the last thing mm. you want to do on a way to a tournament is hockey talk. <laughs> you just want to no. enjoy the flight and be fine so i'd have to say manage sorry our, okay, i'm gonna get yeah. stuck with management but yeah we'll be either side it'll be fine
0: <laughs> so that brings us on to the five aside teams so uh, you sort of get to pick your your welsh teams so players you've played with and then you also pick a team you would play against of of international opponents so who would like to go first
1: right i've i've i'll go first because i've been thinking about this all week and rosie came in my office and was like have you done your team yet and i was like i think i've narrowed it down <laughs> so yeah i'm quite at that stage. i've gone to quite tactic because all my players i've selected have a specialist area short corner i've gone very Ooh. rogue and i do not have a goalkeeper and that's not because our goalkeepers aren't great because they are great goalkeepers are great apparently but i would have to say I've got Joe Westwood and Leah Wilkinson as my back because yeah. they can take a hit with a ball. They're willing to put their body on the line. Oh I my goodness, have, are they? I then have um Sian in my I'm doing a, a dice five. I've got Sean in the centre because she's a great distributor of the ball, but she's also very, very sneaky with the old whoopsie foul there. Oh, which can break me? down play and get our <laughs> players back. I've also then got Eloise and phoebe richards up front and the good thing is uh, eloise can go in midfield and leah can go in midfield and i've put my sub as either myself or a really young uh, i say really young, a youngster who's come up and she's a forward and the last training session she, she, she was scoring from stupid angles and i was like do i pick her or do i pick me <laughs> <laughs> and so it's either me or Livy, and I'm sorry, Livy, but I'm going to go with myself because I'm getting older and it's the only. <laughs> you've got you've got your time. I haven't got much time, so me. <laughs> so that's my that. five and my sub. I need to recount. Okay, right, yeah. Oh, okay. So mine, I did go with a keeper because you know. Uh, so I went for Rose keeper, um, and then as defense, I also had Joanne. So you know, great minds think alike, Rumi. Um, yeah. And then for midfield, I also, geez, this is going to sound like I'm copying you. I went for a dice five as well, but you know, how else you could go? Wait, completely how can you have rogue, a dice five and a goalkeeper? You can't. This is why I'm going rogue. Oh, okay. Correct. I thought it was five plus a keeper, so I'm going with that.
0: Okay. Yep.
1: I'm rewriting the rules here. I'm rewriting the rules. Um, I'm not okay. I don't, I don't do math. Okay. Um, so, anyway, my six aside. Oh, uh, oh. <laughs> I, I had I had myself or Ellie later in the midfield because she can get across with those legs and she's got skill and speed. You know, what hasn't she got? And then for forwards, I went with Danny and yourself, Robbo. Oh, fine. oh I feel bad not choosing you now. <laughs> yeah, I know, bitch. No, it's fine. <laughs> okay, maybe I'll sub you. No, just... Oh, cheers. <laughs> and keep... No, no. <laughs> no, but like you both, you know, you got skills. I think you'd link up well. I tried to be tactical-ish with my six aside.
0: <clears throat> who would make your Is, is your international team a five-a-side or a six-a-side?
1: It's also a six-a-side. Oh. <laughs> I can take off the keeper and it'd be fine. So who have you oh, gone not, with? Not against my team. Not against my team. Right, I'll say what my six-a-side was and then we'll just get rid of um, the keeper. So I had Rachel Lynch in as a uh, keeper. Nice. And then for defence, I had uh, Jodie Kenny and Melina Rybacker. And then in midfield, I had Luciana Amar, the magician herself. And then up front, I had Alex Stanson and I struggled with these ones because I was quite favoritism to my French people. But I went with Rani, the Indian captain. But basically, when I played at Lyon, there was a lady called Gina and she was she was an old lady. But my goodness, like you just give her the ball just outside the D, You're like, goal. It doesn't matter the angle. It doesn't matter where. It doesn't matter how many people she's got on her. You just knew that was goal. And I was just like, oh, teach me, Gina. But anyway, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go with Rani. But, you know, if Rani can't make it, Gainer can step up.
0: <laughs> nice. Pretty solid team. <laughs>
1: solid. Yeah. Well, this is where um, my pronunciation of people's oh, names alive. that everyone's going to laugh at, but I'll do my best. <clears throat> so in goal, I've got Maddie. here. I do have a goalkeeper. And then I've gone for a diamond. So yeah. I've got um, moucher Powerman, mm. brilliant defender, great drag flicker. Yeah. I've got Ava de Houdon yeah 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 definitely. um yeah in yeah in midfield then i've got um kate mullen i think she would be a great leader yes i mean from what she's done with Ireland, like in, in. we go and fantastic player um yes. up front um same as uh uh luciana um amar mm-hmm. and then my sub would have to be julia muller she's, she's a defender yeah, um right. but there was it was again that was really difficult though because i was thinking, Whoa, shall I be yeah. like Yeah there's so many people out there that are, and you've mm. got to narrow it down it's, it was so difficult to do but i had pages to start with and then i was like mm, we don't yeah. have a light and this is meant to be five side and it's already made it to six so can't be well, really already <laughs> you've got six so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but no they, that would be that would be i would think possibly mm. yeah, yeah the ones we're, i played against Stack team
0: yeah I mean, uh, brendan and phil were complaining that we needed to make it 11 aside or go for a full 16 Oh uh, yeah. just to make it easier
1: <laughs> yes definitely Oof. can you i mean i, I mean <laughs> i only need 10 more people so i'm already happy yeah, well yeah <laughs> true
0: <laughs> Yeah, no, thank you very much for for taking the time. I think it's it's quite an interesting one to look back on. I guess also to look back at the players you've played with and that you've played against is also, it's pretty mental. (laughs)
1: <laughs> to think yeah. about
0: oh, yeah. all the different people you played against yeah yeah
1: crazy absolutely
0: well um so i mean that, that's it from me so i just wanted to say finally thank you to you two uh to sophie and to julie uh it's been amazing to hear from you uh to understand more about what's going on with welsh hockey and uh wishing you guys the best of luck with this fundraising and with the upcoming tournaments and to the listeners if you can please do help out you can follow uh hockey underscore gold and hockey is spelled h-o-c-i uh and the link will be in the bio there directing people for for how to do that so thank you very much ladies
1: thank you thank you very much